Hello and welcome to a special series of Block Talk, which we're calling Block Talk Explores. These quick listen episodes will be split by topic area as our guests, who are all industry leaders in Scotland, will be discussing three specific industry topics. Topic number one is education and awareness of the industry and what property factors do. Number two is recruitment within the industry and any challenges that we that they see. Um, and the third one is customer care. Um, we'll release two episodes in week one and the third will be released the following week. We hope you enjoy the series and as always, it would be great to hear your feedback. Okay, so customer service then, last question for you. How is it changing? What's the, what's the, is the world looking for more customer service? I mean, one thing that, that happened in the pandemic for property factors, and this came out, I think we even discussed it on a, on a podcast, was the number of calls into factors went shooting up because people were at home, had more time on their hands to maybe notice things or, or contact factors. I, I, I don't know if, the, if this is a pre and post pandemic thing, but how is customer service changing in the, in the industry? Yeah, so I think that this is the the, the big challenge, um, and this is something that companies like your own, Brian, are going to be helping with. Um, and I think that um, you know, when you so so so, so factoring, the, the nature of factoring is, as you know, is that it requires, um, in the majority of cases, particularly if there's major decisions to be taken, to involve the, the community. Um, so it, it's not. It, it differs distinctly because it's not a one-to-one. It doesn't always. It's not always a one-to-one direct contract with an individual person. So, if you look at, um, I don't know, for example, uh, you know, your, your your phone contract. If anyone still has a landline, right? So your uh, so you you your your phone line goes down. You contact your supplier. Uh, that gets logged. Uh, sometimes you go into an automated system, which is hilarious, and I love taunting them. I don't know if you do the same thing to CI. I think that's going to be a great thing in the future. Um, but anyway, um, but uh, you know, you, you go into a system there, and you know, m- most of that is taken care of, and you're told, you know, the the, the problem's been diagnosed. You know, uh, if an engineer's coming, uh, and that's that's all. You know, and everything is automated, so you see all that happening and all that coming. I think there's a huge amount um, that factors need to do in terms of the the communication about what's actually happening. And I think a lot of that will come through technology. Uh, That will massively improve the the customer experience because instead of, you know, waiting for the call back from the manager or, you know, is the manager going to have time to email that back today to tell you what's going on? It'll be part of the process that that you'll see that um, you'll see that happening. So, um, I think technology will 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 definitely help. Um, but there's always going to be a level of complexity in our business where you need a human hand in there to say, you know, this is, you know, uh, and 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 choose the the the, the correct uh, to, to, to tone of voice, if you like, to communicate communicate the message. But there's no there's no doubt in my mind that you know customers are looking for. You know something more. I think I think our customers really enjoy, and it's the same for most factors. You know, they really they still really enjoy the fact that you know if you call our office, you're you're talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah. and and this is someone that you uh, 
you know, you will build a relationship with, with or potentially over years. And, you know, it is true. You know, a lot of our managers, they actually become friends with our, like properly friends with our customers because they know them. They get to know their family. They get to know all that kind of stuff. And that, that's really something I don't think we want to lose. Um, but equally, there's a lot of customers that time time is the issue. Time is pressure. You know, they want to fit as much into their day as they possibly can. Or they're telling us about something. They want to know, you know, has it been acknowledged? Is it going to be dealt with? Has it been finished? What's the evidence of that? So, you know, I, th- I think that the technological improvements are going to help uh, greatly. And I see your cogs turning now. Sorry, say that again. Your cogs are turning on this now. So yeah, well, to be fair, we've got we I mean, we just had this conversation anyway. We've got a new release coming out. Oh, September, October time, um, which is all about, and it's all built around the stuff you talked you talk, just talked about. It. Yeah, um, you know, it's 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 just all client facing based. Yeah, yeah, rather than you know, you know, I mean, you've got those back end processes, back end office processes, but it's all front front facing. So. So yeah, and um, so yeah, we you should we should be running a user group on it at end of the summer. I thought so. Yeah, it's very very interesting. And that's taken from a lot of different places. The ideas for that. So good. Okay. So what's the big, biggest challenge then, or have you really covered that? Is it what is the biggest challenge in providing customer service? I think it's I think a lot of it's immediacy. Yeah. Um, the you know I mean when I first started in this business, um, we had no email. You had a telephone and you had uh, a, a mailbox, a tree. And so the letters came in and you had the time to think about it and to consider a response and, and go back. Um, if, if a customer was looking for an immediate thing, it was the telephone. Um, but now it, it, it's just, you know, everything, your, your life's in the palm of your hand, literally. And the control uh, that 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 people uh, enjoy now through their, their mobile devices is incredible. You know, and the knowledge, the, the, the access they've got to. You know, the um, you know if you if you have a if you have a bad experience with your factor, and you think, well, that's not quite right. If they if they dealt with this the right way, but within five minutes, you find out what the law says. Yeah. You find out what what the factor has to do in these circumstances. Incredibly empowering, um, and factors need to be aware of that, and make sure that um, you know. Hopefully, it never gets to that stage that that you know the customer gets what they want first time in the way that they are expecting, and uh, you know that they are they are satisfied with with with, with that experience. And, and I just think that um, you know, woe betide any property factor that, that isn't getting that just now. Uh, it's 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 so important that 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 feeling that a customer has where you know it's the touch points you know they, they contact they tell you what they want you've got to provide that sometimes you know it's not straightforward we understand that but yeah. th- th- there needs to be um, some sort of uh, you know th- there always has to be a satisfactory experience. Um, yeah. in, in that in that in that see I think that's the biggest challenge is it's just being on it you know straight away yeah I think the, the challenge is and I find myself doing it as well you know you send an email and then you you expect an immediate response you know what I mean and you do it yourself and you you, you know then if you don't get one that day I, mean, I have an email lying from yesterday um 
But, but do, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, Brian? It's because it's because there's so much stuff going on in people's lives that you know. Go back to the old letter analogy. So if you wrote a letter to your factor, you know that was probably the highlight of your week. You know, um, to, to to do that. So you're thinking, right? Okay, I'll wait for that that response to come back and. Uh, but you get so much else going on. I think a lot of the frustration is that somebody sends something, they're actually concerned they're going to forget about it, you know, or the frustration of, oh, well, I, you know, they're actually pulling themselves up about it. And, and that's just the world that we live in because there's just yeah. so much information flying around. I think that's that that to me is why it's so important that we do everything we can to, to help. No, no, you're right. You're right. And I've got that email sent from yesterday and I'm kicking myself because I haven't answered it yet. And, it's, and I've, had, I've had it for less than 24 hours. That You know what I mean? But there is yeah. that. There, there is an expectation there. Okay, so we talk about difficult conversations that I guess this happens, um, you know, in, in, in all walks of life. But, but certainly in, in, it's a, it's a, it's a, having a difficult conversation is well, maybe not a daily occurrence, but certainly a weekly occurrence in property packing. How do you manage those and how do you help your employees cope with that? So I think it's really important to have a support mechanism. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a resilient strategy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and this, is the, the, this, this is part of the, I guess, you know, one of the real challenges that, that service providers have, but particular property factors, because, um, you know, we, as I said, we're blessed to have, such long-term relations with customers, but sometimes it can go the wrong way. Um, and, you know, it's really important uh, that the staff feel that, um, uh, you know, and don't get me wrong, sometimes staff don't get it right, you know, and if, and if, that, if, that's, if that's the case, you know, we'll help them to acknowledge that to the customer and to see how we can do it differently. Um, but if it's, if it's, you know, if it is a case where, um, you know, the, the the property manager, for example, is feeling like they don't have anywhere to go with, with something, um, then they'll, they'll get the support. You know, we, we've got a, we're very lucky, actually, and it's probably more to do with the, the, the layout of the office you've been in here. You know, it's like, it's, it's pretty open plan. Um, we don't have a closed door policy. So, you know, for example, you know, I've you said I was one of the founders of the business, so I'm I'm lucky that I've got this pretty good knowledge of real legacy issues and customers we've had for you know twenty odd years, etc. Um, and you know, we really want you know whether it's the you know the receptionist or whether it's the you know business support or the PMs or business development, whatever. Everyone has to feel they they are there's no barriers them to ask anyone in the business anything at all at any time and believe me it happens all the time right. it can be exhausting but it's a great thing and, and i think that that really you know businesses need to think very very carefully about that particularly if they have uh you know siloed uh, operations within the business and uh, and the water cooler thing, I think, is a, is, a, is a great opportunity. Yeah, you know, having spaces, having spaces, and, and this is where it comes back to the the thing about you know the flexible working and people at home and everything. But you know, having that opportunity to you know go, go into the you know the, the kitchen area and you know you know you've got your 
you know, if you're a bit skint that day, you know, we, our cupboards are always full, you know, they can just go in there and just get whatever they want, you know, and have a chat to, to me, you know, and say, you know, I've, I've got a problem with this development and it's, you know, it's X number high street. And uh, did you know anything about, yeah, I used to manage that, you know, 20 years ago. Has it still got, has it still got the problem with the bulldozings on the, on the stairs, et cetera? So I think, you know, the, the support mechanism is really, really important, but you just got to be decent people, I think. Uh, in, in the business and that's such an easy thing to say but it's such a hard thing to overlook yeah no I get it I get it okay that's brilliant okay and one final question and I hope you've um, I hope we we have free prompts you for this one tell me something that about you that people would generally be surprised to find out um, I have a vintage computer collection do you know, I did not know that until someone actually told me that recently. Do you? Yeah. A vintage computer collection. Yeah. That must take up some amount of space given the size of computers in the past. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I don't I always have them all out at one time, um, but it's a source of immense fascination for my kids. Uh, and it, it just shows you how things have moved on. You know, if, if I'm loading a game up, so great excitement to get a new game coming through, or sorry, an old game. Coming through from eBay, that's tracked down, and it's not. And I get that in. It's like, Kids, come and have a look at this, uh, and you see them. You know, the loading screen comes up. You know, and sometimes it's a really special one. There's like an in-game on the loading screen before the whole thing comes up. If anyone remembers, that's back from the eighties, um, and you can see slow. You know, the, the the tension scale suddenly goes, and they're on their phones and everything, and you know, it seems like days for them, and then suddenly the game comes up and it's rubbish. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, What's the oldest computer you have? Uh, so, uh, so, I'm, so I focus mainly on uh, 80s and 90s stuff. Um, I think actually the oldest one, uh, I'd love to get, uh, 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 I'd love to get um, uh, an original Apple. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the kind of wooden case one, I forget the name of it. Yeah. Um, but I think the oldest one I've got is a VIC 20, but it's a really early one. I was about to say that my first ever computer was a Commodore VIC 20. Oh, there you go. With a tape, with a tape loading and everything like that. Yeah. I think I yeah. must have been, gosh, I was born in 1970. I must have been about 14 or 15. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's just as bad as you remember. It um, is, and all of my friends had ZX Spectrums, and they were much better. Oh, oh, devilry! <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, it, it's it's just it's just one of my my, my things, and uh, I guess it's a nostalgia thing. And um, uh, but uh, it's yeah, and actually, you know, when I actually went through, started doing it, collecting about fifteen years ago, yeah. when they cost nothing. Uh, and it's it's actually been an okay investment. For yeah. some... Do you know something? I was just sitting there thinking, I wonder how much these things are worth, and I wonder if my Vic Twenty still in my dad's loft. I have no idea where it is. Cash in the attic. Yeah, well, you never know. I doubt it. It's probably been a bin for many, many years. Okay, Derek. Well, thanks very much for coming on. That's been absolutely fabulous for having me on again, and that was some really interesting answers. Thank you. Pleasure. Good to see you guys. 